All right, we continue. Uh, we welcome in Luke Alexander, CEO of Newcore Gold, to the Beaver Creek Precious Metals Summit, reporting with Mining Stock Daily. They trade on the venture with NCAU and on the OTCQX with NCAUF. Luke, welcome back to the podcast in person. Yeah, great to see you, Trevor. Thanks for having me on. How are the meetings going? Yeah, I mean, the meetings have been going uh, very well. Um, I mean, meeting with a combination of investors, corporates, investment banks. Uh, we've got an extremely busy uh, schedule, so that's great. Uh, and we don't need cash, so that's the other key thing. I mean, talking to a lot of the, the groups here, the investors, the investment banks and others, and it seems like uh, obviously there's a lot of companies who are running or who have run out of cash. So I think we're in a favorable position where we've got five and a half million dollars in the bank uh, and we don't need capital. So um, yeah, so the conference overall is good um, in terms of the quality of the meetings. Uh, the mood, as I'm sure a number of your guests who you've had on have been talking about, is about as dire as I've ever um, heard it. So, um, so yeah, with that, we uh, continue to look to uh, uh, you know, find opportunities to create value for our shareholders. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about what's happening on the ground, what's not happening on the ground, what the work is, you know, as you continue to kind of wade through this market, you are, you, I know you're being very tight with the capital you do have after that last raise, which I also participated in. Um, you know, so how are you, how are you managing not only the treasury, but also managing the equity right now? Yeah, so first, Trevor, thanks for the support on that last raise. Um, I think it's important to highlight that management and board, we all participated in that financing as well. Uh, I've participated in every single financing since I joined the company uh, three years ago. So we're ultimately putting our money where our mouths are and continue to uh, see the tremendous upside that there is within our, uh, within our entry project. Uh, so management and board, we own 20% of the company, so we are very uh, cost conscious and we want to make sure that we stretch those dollars as far as possible to create as much shareholders, uh, shareholder value as possible, given we are 20% uh, um, shareholders. At the moment, what we're working on is a number of things to de-risk the, the project towards a construction decision. Uh, as you know, because we've talked about it on your show before, uh, we put out an updated resource earlier this year. Uh, that included 740,000 ounces of indicated resource and another 970,000 ounces of inferred resource. So that grew the total resource um, uh, from the previous one that we had, which we used for our 2021 PEA. That 2021 PEA outlined very robust economics at an 1850 gold price, after-tax NPV of 300 million, after-tax IRR of 42%. With this updated resource that we put out uh, earlier this year, we've gone internally, we've looked at the numbers, and we see uh, a robust, um, uh, an even more robust project. So we did announce uh, last week that we will be putting out an updated uh, PEA. We'll be targeting that for first half of, uh, of next year, and that will be a further de-risking uh, of the project towards a ultimate um, construction decision. And the PEA will be based on the latest uh, resource estimate, or are you going to update that as well? No, it'll be based on the, on the latest resource um, estimate. 
but it's also going to include a lot of additional met work that we've done on the project. So yeah. to date, we've re reported about seven column tests, uh, over 90% recovery. So very good um, recoveries from the uh, uh, from the met work that we've done. It's important to remind people that it is a heap leach project. So low capex um, uh, project, uh, the 21 PEA outlined $100 million of capex. So good capital intensity for 100,000 ounces of uh, of production. Since um, reporting those uh, those seven column tests, we're up to about 20 column tests at the moment, uh, continuing to get very positive results from that perspective. We're also in the process of doing p two pilot uh, tests on the project, so two pilot heaps of, uh, uh, of 15 tons each. So again, further de-risking the MET on the project. Uh, we've also uh, completed an environmental and social baseline study. That's one of the key things that's required for applying for a mining lease. So we are in the process of starting the paperwork to apply for a mining lease. That's something that we, we think we'll be able to get within 12 months, uh, which obviously speaks to what a great jurisdiction Ghana is in terms of permitting timelines. So, um, so we'll get that completed in the, uh, in the next year. And then we're also doing a bunch of geotech and, uh, and hydrology work on the project, which again is a key element for moving, a pr moving the project towards a construction decision. Look, I, I guess my, my question is, it is it feels like a little bit of a transition, although not really a transition for the strategy of Enchi. Um, you know, at some point the company was going to do a PEA and obviously put in technical, technical reports and starting the permitting process. It seems like that, I, can I call it a transition? Is that fair to say? And it seems like this is um, maybe being brought on because of the markets? Is, is, is that also safe to say here? I mean, we've always talked about how we've got a, a project that we can develop and push forward towards a construction decision. Yeah. Um, so that's something that we've been, you know, again, 13 column tests and getting ready for two pilot heaps don't happen over overnight. I mean, that's work that we've been done doing over the last year and a half. Um, and, uh, you know, social and environmental baseline study. I mean, that takes months to prepare. And uh, again, you know, so this is all work that we've been uh, doing over, uh, well, I mean, over the last three years. Um, but now we're obviously, you know, pushing it forward and wrapping a bow around it towards that, uh, that construction decision, given uh, the project that we see and the de-risking that we've ultimately uh, done on the project and the economics that it's um, uh, that it's showing. There is obviously an element that in this type of a market, um, you know, access to capital is very dilutive. So that's where, you know, being able and one of the fortunate things we've got at Nucor with our Enchi project is optionality. So we've got a project today that we can de-risk towards a uh, construction decision. And, you know, we've also got district scale exploration upside. That district scale exploration opportunity isn't going anywhere. Um, but what we see again as 20% shareholders of the business is that in this environment where it's very difficult to raise capital, we see a lot more value in continuing to de-risk the project and pushing it forward to a, uh, a construction decision. A number of these things that we're doing may not be hugely exciting uh, for the market and for um, equity investors, but 
on the corporate side of things where obviously we have ongoing discussions as well as other companies have ongoing discussions, every one of these de-risking events is important towards potentially solidifying some sort of a partnership or joint venture or outright takeout of the company. So there's kind of two angles to the, um, uh, you know, two angles to the work that we're doing. One is obviously the equity side of things, but then there's a whole corporate side as well. Okay. How are the meetings going? What are some general themes, questions you're getting in those one-to-one rooms? I mean, from our existing shareholders, they continue to, you know, continue to support us and say, "Listen, you guys have said, done everything you said you would, and you're just getting caught up in the uh, in the broader sell-off of the overall market." I mean, at this stage, we're trading at about six dollars uh, U.S. per ounce in the ground. We're trading at less than zero point one the uh, NPV of the project. And another way to look at it is, we've raised thirty-nine and a half million dollars over the last three years and we're trading at less than half of the cash that's been put into the business over the last um, uh, last couple of years. So our investors and, and us as, uh, again, 20% owners, you know, shake our heads that we're at the valuation we're at, but also for potential incoming investors, and we're meeting with a number of them over the last um, couple of days, and, uh, and, you know, that's a tremendous opportunity for them to come in at what's basically all-time lows for the, uh, for the stock. Any questions regarding Ghana? Yeah, Ghana always comes up. I mean, we obviously get bucketed uh, with <laughs> with being in West Africa because we are in West Africa, uh, and you know, um, there's obviously been a number of challenges in West Africa with the various coups um, that have happened in uh, in a number of countries. Um, we always, you know, highlight that. Ghana is a tier one jurisdiction within West Africa, and I would say tier one jurisdiction globally. And, you know, what we always point to is is what we're seeing in country, which is three of the uh, top 10 largest gold producers with significant operations there, Newmont, Anglo, Goldfields, um, as well as um, uh, you look at Newmont, I mean, they're putting another billion dollars into Ghana. They can invest into any jurisdiction on the planet, and they're comfortable with uh, taking their global production to almost 20% coming out of Ghana. So I think that speaks for itself uh, in terms of what a jurisdiction it is. But without a doubt, that constantly comes up, and it continues to be an education process for uh, for us in terms of educating people on you know what a great uh, jurisdiction Ghana is to be operating in. All right, uh, Luke, let's leave it at that because uh, you and I will probably be chatting a few more times this year. Thanks for the update. Thanks for coming to Colorado. Yeah, well, thanks a lot, Trevor. It's, uh, it's a beautiful place, and you're uh, lucky to call it home. Yeah. Well, Vancouver's not bad either. Yeah, I, I would agree. <laughs> All right. All right, that's your update from Newcore Gold, everybody. Again, trading on the Venture Exchange with NCAU. The information presented should not be considered investment advice. Mining Stock Daily and its affiliates are not responsible for any loss arising from any investment decision in connection with the material presented herein. Please do your own research or speak with a licensed financial representative before making any investment decisions.